So the last time I went home, I came back feeling like just a hot mess that needed to build myself up again. There's so many angles to the, the people's perception of what success is that I couldn't actually make them see how successful I was and I didn't do the mind work before going home to put myself in the best position in those situations. So I came away feeling like just no one was hearing me, no one was seeing me and everyone just wanted to talk about themselves. That was my perception coming back home. <laughs> when someone does this to you, right, when they try to talk over your accomplishments or they make things about themselves, this is usually something about them and it's not usually about you. This is what I like to call a them problem, right? And it's so easy for us to take it personally because we are they robbing us from feeling heard or seen in that moment. They're taking away from our moment and they're making it about them. So of course it's going to affect us. Welcome back to Refreshingly Human Podcast, a podcast for the black sheeps and rebels, helping you bust through the labels that society put on you growing up so that you can appreciate being free to be refreshingly human, giving no fucks about holding space for other people's expectations of who you should be. Hi everyone, I'm your host, Hannah Pillow, and today we have a very interesting topic, a very timely topic. I'm going to be walking you through my process of what mental work I need to do before going home to see the family. So what mental work we all should be doing before going home to see our family as the black sheep and rebels of the family. So the last time I went home, I came back feeling like just a hot mess that needed to build myself up again. Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> a hot mess that needed to build myself up again. So I have been home last time about three years ago. And I remember coming back just feeling, feeling really sad. Not Well, not sad, but just so discombobulated, really. You know, I had... Uh, if, if you know me, if you're listening to this podcast, if you are a friend in reality, you know that I have this huge amount of confidence in my life. I'm a very confident person. But I remember my confidence being shaken out of me on that trip back home. And I came back just feeling like I had to build myself up all over again. I had to do the work all over again to get to that place of just feeling 100% badass and me. And I don't want that to happen again. And I don't want that to happen every time I go home. So I have decided to actually sit down and do the work that I need to do. I want to give you a little bit of context first about what exactly happened last time I went home and how I allowed myself to get back to that space of feeling like I needed to just build up my confidence from scratch all over again. So as the black sheeps and rebels, you can probably identify to, to this. And I think a lot of people can identify that growing up, our family tends to put us into one box or the other, right? You have the, the golden child, the, the rebel, uh, the creative, the quiet one. Uh, so everyone has some label or the other attached to them. 
Now, the problem is that maybe during our childhood, there was some level of truth to these labels and maybe they still are. The problem is that we have moved away from home at this point in our lives. We have lived such different lives that the family is not even seeing not even a fraction of life you are living away from them. And then you go back and they expect you to be the exact same person that you were and try to put you back into that exact same box. And this is a a two-part problem, right? Uh, or a two-part situation, because what we are looking at here is a family who is familiar with you and they want to, they want to get they want to be around the person they're familiar with. And then we have us who has come so far away from that and we want to be seen for what we really are now. And that is where the disconnect can come in. So this is what happened to me when I went back home. I felt like everyone was trying to push me back into that little box. Um, I felt like no one was really hearing my accomplishments. I was being spoken over when I talked about my life. People were coming and trying to one-up me about their life. I wasn't actually being heard. I was being appreciated for how far I've come. Um, but there's so many aspects to this because... And, and if you go back to the episode and the season I did about success, there's so many angles to the, the people's perception of what success is that I couldn't actually make them see how successful I was. And I didn't do the mind work before going home to put myself in the best position in those situations. So I came away feeling like just no one was hearing me, no one was seeing me, and everyone just wanted to talk about themselves. That was my perception coming back home. <laughs> and again, yeah, I came back and I felt like such a hot mess. I felt like I needed to pull myself up all over again. I felt like my confidence was shattered. And fun fact, last time I went home, there was no Refreshingly Human podcast. Interesting. Okay, so that is the background stuff. That is where I am coming from. That is why we are here. I'd love to know from you. Have you ever had a moment like that going back home to your family? Can you relate to that feeling of being shoved back into a box and just feeling like no one is actually seeing or hearing you? Okay, so this time I am going back home with a fucking plan. And if you have the same issues, you're going to want to take some notes here because I'm going to be giving you a lot of gold as to my little blueprint for going home for the holidays as a rebel or a black sheep. So first of all, what I want to do and what I want you to do is start to play the visualization game. Okay, so you can do this in any way you want, really, right? You could write it down. If you someone who likes to write, you could just meditate it out in your head, or you can just think about it, whatever feels right to you, however you want to do this. Um, so when I say visualization game, I mean, I want you to imagine all the situations that you know is going to trigger you around your family, right? For example, uh, an uncle attacks you on your career choices, or uh, an aunt gives a condescending remark about your weight or people are talking over your accomplishments or whatever it is, whatever triggers you when you go back home. I want you to play it out, right? Now, I want you to think about it in two ways. I want you to think about how it always plays out. What do you usually do? So, for example, maybe a aunt says um, something to you, backhanded remark about your weight. Do you just let it go and then you walk away seeding? Um, do you say something snuffy back and it just turns into a whole bitchy 
event from a family holiday TV series. Um, so just think about what is it what is it that you do in that situation that wasn't working? And then I want you to picture it all over again, but from a different angle. What would your best badass self do in that situation? I want you to really think about that. Think about the person you have become now, this kick-ass, badass person who is just like owning every element of their life. What would he or she do or they do in that situation? So for me, for example, um, I have to say, I think that there's not much I don't know. I haven't been home in three years, so I'm assuming there's not that much that annoys me anymore. Um, but there are one or two small things that I feel I would fight back against. Um, and that is people talking over my accomplishments or people ma- taking what I say and making it about them. So what I usually do in these situations is I ignore it and then I go away and I see about it and, and I bitch about it and I complain about it and that doesn't tend to work. So now, if I had to picture my badass self, what would she do in that situation? How would she own that situation? And one thing came to mind is that, and I spoke about this on the live I did on uh, on my Instagram with BK and Novocaine, which if you haven't heard that, guys, kick-ass live, so much fun. Those two are just so awesome. Anyway, back on track. (laughs) Yes, I was speaking about it on my live. When someone does this to you, right, when they try to talk over your accomplishments or they make things about themselves, this is usually something about them and it's not usually about you. This is what I like to call a them problem, right? And it's so easy for us to take it personally because we are, they're robbing us from feeling heard or seen in that moment. They're taking away from our moment and they're making it about them. So of course, it's going to affect us. But how do you actually deal with these people, right? What what would you actually say or do in that moment? And this is my blueprint plan. And and Nova Kane, she had a very interesting take on this as well. But let let's let's look at the plan, and then I'm gonna tell you what Nova Kane had to say about it as well. But my plan for this is going to be that I'm going to acknowledge what this person said. I'm going to congratulate this person and give them that you know, that uh, achievement they seem to be seeking by making it about them, validate them, and then say, now let's get back to me and my accomplishments and continue to talk about myself. Now, um, this is what I'm planning to do. This is my game plan for this specific situation. I'll let you guys know how it went. Nova Kane had an interesting take here where she said that if the person... Um, is receptive to this approach. That means that they truly are someone you want to keep around in your life and have a good relationship with. And if they react badly to that, then they are someone you want to just like avoid. And I would say yes and no to that, right? I would say that we need to give humans space to go away and process what just happened. And I want you to think about this in terms of yourself, right? As a human being. When you say or do something that potentially hurts another human being and they come back and they say, hey, you said XXX, it hurt my feelings, I felt YYY. Initially, the human response to this, just off the bat, is that we feel attacked. We feel 
like really, really bad that we hurt another human being and we, we need we need time to process it. So similarly, if you're going to not, so my approach is not to directly call them out, but it is to acknowledge and redirect. And if this person picks up that what I did, what my, what my uh, method was, I'm going to give them that human space to go and process that because they might need to think, hey, am I always making everything about me? And hopefully if they are at that level of self-awareness, they can come back and they can start to make some changes in their own life because that is where all our growth comes from. It comes from being, you know, from acknowledging that there was a problem, acknowledging we might have hurt somebody's feeling, processing it and trying to make the necessary changes. So I really, I really value giving other humans that space to self-correct. I think it's really important because we want that space as well, right? Everyone is going through some shit or the other. Everyone has some reason for doing the shit that they're doing, even if it's on a narcissistic level. That's a bit more complicated. We could talk about narcissists in another episode, 100%. (laughs) But give them, uh, give this person the space to self-correct and remember that their self-correction and their change is not your problem to deal with. That is their problem. Let them go away and deal with it. And you deal with what you need to deal with to make yourself feel better. And in this case, it for me, that is redirecting the whole situation back to me and drilling it home that I did this badass thing. Acknowledge it too. Congratulate me too. And let's go on with our lives. <laughs> so let's see. I'll let you know if that works with this particular person that I'm thinking of. The next thing I want you to do is to have an escape plan um, ready. So we know that things can get pretty heated as the rebels and the black sheeps going back home for the holidays, right? And if a situation comes up that is really making you feel uncomfortable, so maybe you are being like ganged up on by the family for a certain choice that you made or you know, you're taking a lot of verbal abuse and it's just really making you uncomfortable. You need to know that you have the power to stand up and walk away. And this is so important because I know personally, as the black sheep in the past, I would sit there and I would take the abuse and I would just let it happen. And now I would never let that happen. I would, I would, if I'm putting put in an attacked situation I will get up I will walk away if I don't have a car or someone who's you know taking me around that I can escape with I would call a fucking uber and I would get out of there so make sure you always have an escape plan if you are put in the hot water and you just absolutely cannot be there don't feel like you need to sit and take it very very important and I want you to also try to put together Um, a list of statements that you can just pull out that are ready to go in a way that works for you. So they could be like close-ended comments that that other people can't actually react to, right? So if someone comments about your weight, for example, which honestly, no one should be doing that in the age of like with this whole COVID situation that we just went through and the lockdown, it's nobody's fucking business about anybody's weight right now. Um, But in the culture I come from, people tend to really zone in on anyone who's picked up even a little bit of weight or whatever, you know, or even lost weight. But anyway, if someone says something to you 
about your weight or about your job. You can use a statement, a self-affirming statement in a very bold way to let them know that, hey, um, yeah, sure, I've picked up weight. I know that. I look in the mirror every day. And you know what? I'm quite happy with where I am in my life right now. And my weight is my problem to sort out. But thanks for your concern. End of story. <laughs> and trust me, they won't be coming back <laughs> to say anything. They'd probably be quite like stunned that, that you'd actually said something about it in, re in response <laughs> in such a firm, confident way. Okay. Now, the most important thing that I am going to do and I think would be very useful for you as well is to separate your mindset issues, your moral obligations and your expectations from your families, right? And what I mean by this is, this is this is interesting because uh, on the live I did yesterday with BK and Nova, uh, BK brought up that he says that, do, do I think it's okay to put my feelings above everyone else's so to hurt everyone else's feelings um at my ex at uh, you know at their expense and my expense really and i rephrased this to him i was like what if it wasn't about feelings what if it was about separating the being responsible for other people's feelings because they we're not living up to their expectations and i think there's such an important distinction here because often as the black sheep or the rebel we tend to think we need to be responsible for what other people expect of us, what other people um, feel around us. And, and, you know, I think I've noticed that the black sheeps and the rebels do tend to be more sensitive and emotional than other people in the family. And we hold that space for other people as well. But it's so important for us to remember that they're issues, their mindset, their expectations, their moral obligations is for them to process. It's a separate thing from what ours are. And that's why it's so important going into these family situations to remind ourselves what our issue, what my, our mindset issues are, what our moral obligations are, and what our expect expectations of ourselves is, so we can firmly stand to that in the face of our families so that when we face all these situations that can really become overwhelming over the holidays, we can face it with a lot more confidence and we can leave the family and go back to our own homes just feeling like a full fucking badass that has no reason at all for apologizing for being yourself. And that is what we want, right? <laughs> Okay, I hope you found this helpful. Let me know what was your favorite bit about this episode on Instagram. I am at Refreshingly Human Podcast on Instagram. And I want to know what is the one thing that you are dreading when you are going back home to see your family as the rebel or the black sheep of the family. So I have some news for everyone. Today is the last episode. This is the last episode for this year of the Refreshingly Human Podcast. We will be relaunching in the new year as a brand new podcast. We are thinking of still keeping the name Refreshingly Human going forward. I would love to know what your thoughts on that are. Do you think we should keep the name as, as Black Sheeps and Rebels listening to this podcast? Do you think I should keep the name Refreshingly Human or would you like me to change the name? Let me know. Uh, again, 
you can reach out to me at Refreshing the Human Podcast on Instagram. And yes, rate and review and subscribe us because you, I want you to help us become the number one podcast for the black sheep and rebels. That is the gold. And I'll see you all on, in the new year and in the relaunch. I hope you will come with us. If you are, if you are a avid fan of the Refreshingly Human podcast, I would love to hear from you. I have a three question survey to help keep the podcast to your standards and expectations in the relaunch so if you do enjoy this podcast if you are listening to every episode and binging it away do reach out to us at refreshingly human podcast on instagram and i will send you a short questionnaire to help us keep the standards of this podcast to your expectations thanks for tuning in and i will see you in the relaunch in february next year 2022